Hello, everyone. Welcome to Collisions YYC Current and Critical. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. Thank you for joining me today for another good old-fashioned chat. Today's show is brought to you in partnership with Clearmotive Marketing. Thank you to my business partner, Chad Croker, and the entire team who worked tirelessly behind the scenes to make this show a reality. As a founding partner at Clearmotive, I'm excited to announce the official launch of our industrial marketing system. As a company with 15 plus years of experience with a variety of clients in nearly every sector, we identified that industrial manufacturing companies were underserved. You have unique needs, and we have developed a unique skill set to help you succeed. If you build and sell a product that helps other companies, we have developed an industrial marketing system to get your highest priority product in front of your ideal customer profile in less than eight weeks. Gardner recently reported that your buyers are 87% of the way through their buying process before contacting your company directly. That means it's never been more critical to apply the right marketing process to create and close more deals. Our three-stage industrial marketing system helps you shorten your sales cycle by using modern marketing tactics designed specifically for your industry and more importantly, for the way your clients like to buy. Stop sitting on the sidelines wondering which part of your marketing is working and put a system in place that makes it easy for your most valuable prospects to find you and get excited about your solution to their challenges. To find out more about what ClearMotive's industrial marketing system can do for you, please check us out at www.clearmotive.ca IMS, or better yet, open up your email and contact me directly at tyler at clearmotive.ca, T-Y-L-E-R. I'm excited to chat with you and put a plan in place to get your most valuable leads contacting you and not your competitors. Hello and a warm collisions YYC welcome to Miss Brenda Beckedorf. How you doing, Brenda? I'm doing great, Tyler. Good to see you again. It's a pleasure. How many times? Is this our third time? How many times have we done this now? I think you're a third time returning guest. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm the third time, yeah. We're we're like Saturday Night Live. You know, once you're a five-timer, it's a whole other thing. So we we haven't got anybody. Actually, you know what? I think uh, Jenny Gilbert from uh, SAIT is approaching the five-times club. So we've got a a bunch of three to five-timers, which... uh, you know, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe I just love talking to certain people. I can't help it. But you are the executive director, for anybody who doesn't know it, Alberta IoT. You are the most networked, most about town person that I know and have known for many, many, many years. <laughs> but you've got some exciting things, some updates that I've been out there, yeah. but I wanted to have you back on the show. I'm a big supporter and a fan of everything that Alberta IoT is all about. When I hear about the opportunity to be the actual leader globally, who better positioned than Alberta to play in this space? So before we get into all the news and exciting, let's do a level set for anybody who this, if they're a first timer listening to you and I chat, tell us what Alberta IoT is all about. Tell us what IoT is all about. Let's, let's be respectful of the acronym and then let's get into what you guys are doing these days. Oh dear. Okay. Well, we are, we are a membership based organization, obviously based in Alberta, but we're focused on scale up companies that are moving into IOT or in IOT. And that's probably the foundation of our story right now is how many companies are joining us that are traditional companies moving into IOT. And we're about 200 members strong and growing very, very rapidly. And of course, excited to share about all the programs and initiatives that are coming along with us this year. Um, And I would say with IOT itself, I'm going to say it's broader than IoT these days. I would say anyone, there's very few companies out there that's not in the digital technology sector, and Alberta IoT is supporting a lot of that growth. So we're seeing companies that have IoT, but we're seeing a lot of AI, machine learning, all of that plays into our sector these days. We're not even trying to do that segregate out okay. and say, oh, yeah. if you're only IoT, you can come in. If you happen to be in AI machine learning, you're going to have IoT in there, so come on into our community. 
just to clarify, you said scale ups. You also work with startups. Like this isn't just an incubator. This and I say I want to be careful. The word isn't. It's not only yeah. an incubator. I've talked to companies that are forty year companies that have been involved in your fast track programs. Yes. Like you said, I we're pivoting into this space, or we're taking our expertise in a certain sector and applying more data driven, you know, sensors and information gathering. So it is across the board for anybody who's listening. It is very across the board. We'll have a one year old company and we'll have a forty year old company. We'll have a company that's got half a million million dollars in revenue we'll have a company with 50 million or they're their unicorn we have adabotics as a member um so we have every spectrum and then we have sponsors so the sponsors are the eys of the world um Sate, longview um, kpmg mmp you name it um we cover everything really um because a lot of companies are in the technology sector now um, or supporting the technology sector. So either way, they want to yeah. be in that conversation. Yeah. And when I talk about the programs we're doing, you'll understand why that's all applicable. Oh, perfect. Nice. Excellent storytelling. Go. And coming soon in this in this episode. Um, and coming soon. Yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned. Uh, teaser, teaser. 200 members now. What were you a year ago? Like, let's just, you said rapid growth. Oh. Where, where, like, give me a little bit of a, of a history in terms of like the, well, the flow chart. Well, when I first came onto your podcast, so going back two years ago, yep. we were 45 members and then I think last year we were around 120 and now we're sitting right around that 200 mark but the engagement level every month is about 3,000 okay so there's significant amount of folks out there that are dealing with us that are not members yet but are engaged quite heavily with us yet to hear that all those not members yet uh (laughs) soon to be members no soon to be members that's amazing and those 200 members are they all Alberta-based companies so they would be have an office in Alberta. Ah, okay. That, that's okay. yeah. So, but most of our companies, and I think where our number was seventy eight percent of our companies play in the U S. or other parts of the world. Oh, fantastic! Well, I know. Which is interesting too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just got a, I just got an email, which is now will be in the past, but if we're talking. It's the future now. Zero key. Some some a team I know, yeah. and they're doing their feature with you guys. I think coming up this week, which will now yes. already be in the past. And they got on my radar a couple of years ago, and when I first had them on the show, they didn't have actually one client in North America. All of their clients yeah. were overseas, which I think that's an amazing story that you can have be rooted here and have your head office and your technology yeah. and your and a, and a lot of your people here and have customers on a global uh, purview. So talking about that a little bit, you know, and you and I've chatted a little bit beforehand. So this question is coming from, uh, you know, a known chat. How much of a factor is Alberta uh, IoT playing in other jurisdictions looking in at, at what we're doing here? Like that trade mission almost kind of mindset where it's like if I'm in Germany and I'm curious about something that's happening in the IoT space, who do I even reach out to in Alberta? Is it Alberta IoT? Um, definitely. So as of this week, we are... In the past. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I know. It's, <laughs> two a, weeks ago. it's a bit of a mind. It's a bit of a mind, mind mess. I get it. I know. <laughs> but we are officially an SUV program. So okay. startup visa program, which means that NACO and Immigration Canada has approved us to turn around and bring in companies into Alberta and give them landed immigration status and support them settling into Alberta. So what that means for Alberta IoT and for Alberta is that we have built relationships and MOUs in place with incubators all over the world. What we want to do is create a pipeline. So we have companies in Alberta that want to go play in the Bay Area or Germany or India. We can now turn around and say, when you go to relocate and set up your office in India, we have incubators there that will support you when you get settled there. So you're not just going in there by yourself and 
having that cold start. On the other hand, what we're doing now is we'll be able to bring companies in from all over the world who are scale up. So we're, we're still going with that scale up version, but want to relocate into North America and we're saying come to Alberta and we will help you for your first year get settled here. So what does that mean? It means that we'll help you understand what the market's like, um, legal requirements. We'll make sure your family's taken care of through partnership that they're settled here and they have their first home or apartment, they have their first credit card, all of that basic stuff you need when you first land. But more importantly, we're inviting you into our community. So if you're a smart building company we can introduce you to leaders in the smart building sector so you're not trying to break into the business market and not know anyone. So that's a big part of what we want to do is that support so companies come here and they thrive. That's amazing. And so that and that's a relatively new shift. I know you and I just chatted about this over the last couple of weeks. So talk to me a little bit about that, like as an organization. That feels like a big, like you you made it sound very eloquent and made it sound very quote unquote easy. (laughs) But I have no illusions that that is how indeed it works. So talk to me a little bit about obviously what what's the funding look like for that? Like these things don't move themselves along. How are you guys as an organization positioned to really grow? That's an exciting thing, but obviously where it's going to be two years from now is going to be a lot more uh, built out than what it is today. So we we got lucky in the fact that we've had a year and a bit um, doing the fast track program, which I think a lot of folks know about that program. But just for back end information here, it's a business acceleration program that's a year long to help companies grow and build themselves up and get set up to go into the international market. So we've had 70 companies go through that program already, which is really, really excellent. That is given us the foundation of knowledge of what companies would need coming into Alberta. So a couple of the companies that want to come to Alberta already, because we didn't have the SUV program ready, we actually brought them through the fast track program. So we get a lens on what their needs were that might be different from a company already here. And so we're doing a version of the fast track to support them and then building onto it. And some of the things that we saw as gaps, besides the typical things, was investor readiness. We recognized it didn't matter if you were in Alberta or coming to Alberta, you needed to be investor ready. And most of the companies we saw weren't as far along as we thought they would be. And so we are now building out a version of that investor ready program to attach to our programs, whether it's the fast track or the SUV program to support these companies and get them ready for pitch. Uh, Talking about pitching a little bit, what are you seeing on that landscape in terms of getting in front of local investors versus Mm -hmm. investors from south of the border or other jurisdictions in Canada? And I'm leading this question with, you know, a recent conversation I've had with a mutual friend of ours, you know, Wilson Acton, a few other gentlemen that are in the, in the fun side of things. And they're like, there's other markets that are way more comfortable with the things that are going on here versus some of the investors that actually are here. So we're seeing a lot of inbound money because they're like, well, no, we're already comfortable with tech. We're already comfortable with investing in innovation where maybe sometimes our local market is, is still it's it's a it's a young part of that cycle of investing in that industry are you seeing that you're getting a lot of nodding this is audio but nodding yes yeah yeah, i'm nodding yes we're working um with a group that is we've we've created a committee called the iot angels and so we have james freeman niraj gupta Um, wilson was involved with getting it started and what we're trying to do is 
educate our local community, investor and angel community, VC community about what is happening. And so when we did our fast track graduation about a month ago, we had 150 angels and VCs on the call. And we took our top three um, fast track graduates and had them pitch live for them. And then we put a deal book together of the 32 companies that graduated. And so we've circulated that out. We're starting to educate. We're seeing a lot of conversation happening for the first time. And I think that's the exciting part. The three companies that graduated were all at least 10 years old in business, in traditional oil and gas, construction, agriculture, and they're pivoting into IoT, and they're really because of that, it's changing it. So I think there's so much more than just um, educating about the tech community. It's also companies that are moving into tech, and there's a different lens there. And Alberta's doing a lot of that, and that's exciting. Well, from an investor standpoint, that's a lot. Like, it's it's yeah. just a very different conversation. Like again, I I, yeah. I I feel empathetic for all the investors out there. You've got to be a jack. You got to have a little bit of a knowledge of a lot of things. Like you might be really comfortable. I could see that being like, well, I really understand what this company has been doing, so it might help me to understand how they're pivoting now because they're ten years. They have a level of expertise in that area. Out of those hundred and fifty VCs, were they all Alberta based? Most of them were. We we had some from across Canada. Okay, definitely. but all all, can, but all, we, all we, Canadian, we, all Canadian, all Canadian, and we were really focusing on the Alberta Alberta market as much as we could. Um, we did definitely get Ontario and BC in there though. Okay, well, which is to me that's great. Like, we're, yeah, we're we're, we're too small as individual jurisdictions to win any of these fights alone. We we got to yeah. you know even the Calgary yeah. Edmonton story. Like even as Alberta, we're a pretty small jurisdiction when you look on on a global stage. Uh, putting on my marketing hat a little bit. Like, so from your guys' perspective, is how, how are you getting out in front of all these people? And so now I'm maybe asking a self serving question because it's great to have an amazing message, but if you don't have an audience to get in front of, is it still an amazing yeah. message? If a tree falls in the forest, nobody hears it, or Hits a hits a mime or something. There's no joke there. I'm not gonna. Anyways, how are you guys? Is is it push? How much are you pushing your message out? And people are going, "Wow, I want to know about that." Versus the push pull, where people are like, "I'm hunting. I'm looking around. I'm finding what you're about." Oh wow, you've got 200 companies. I'm curious. What's been that balance for you guys, just as building the Alberta IoT brand? I would say we're. <laughs> I don't want to say we're overwhelmed, but <laughs> it, it, it's been a little bit more of we got discovered and everybody's coming to us a bit right now and we're trying to keep up with the volume. And that's, that's just a, That's we a success very, problem, Brenda. Success, yeah, I call those, it really still a not. problem, but it's a success problem, not a failure problem. <laughs> we are growing our team right now. So that's part of the challenge, right? Is that we were a very small team taking on a lot. Now, as the team grows out, I think we'll be able to manage it better. But it's also we're rolling out so many other programs and so there's a lot of excitement around that. So I, I think it's just, you know, like a lot of scale-up companies or startup scale-up companies, yeah. we've got our own pain as we grow very quickly. Not a bad problem to have. But it's still, um, you're, you're, you're on your own startup journey. I appreciate the honesty in that statement. Yeah. And we've had so much support. I mean, you've been supportive. We've had support from the partnership community. Um, the funders have been there for us. Um, our sponsors, our members, like we've got a lot of great people supporting us. And I think that really speaks to why we're so successful. Well, that's the old joke. There's nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come. I'm not sure. I think yes. that's a... I'm not even yeah. sure who I'm quoting there. Wayne Dyer, I think, actually, way back in my, you know, <laughs> metaphysical, you know, consciousness days yeah. of reading that stuff. Um, regulatory, governments, uh, that landscape, 
any issues, any challenges, anything you see that where we're really kind of paving a path and there's some a lot of initiatives, you know, we see some sound bites and of course our government officials want to put out the stories of where they're supporting mm-hmm. and where they're helping. How have you seen that been a balance against what you're, because you're really working with the companies that are doing the thing and the investors that are coming in. Are we creating the right regulatory environment for these for this movement to be successful or is there any kind of magic wand moments yeah. where we could like move a few things out of the way? I would say we're starting to see some really positive movement. Um, I would say government is especially seeing what's happening in Alberta and supporting the tech community. So I think the conversations are happening a lot more. And I know there's a lot of people going to government with similar messaging. So Mm. we got CCI, um, Clara over at Canadian Blockchain. We're trying to turn around, put our own policy, supporting a lot of what we already see out there to make sure our voice and our community voice is there in front of government. The fact that we're seeing the amount of funding come through to our members, to others, partners out there, to ourselves, it says government is actually supporting what we're trying to achieve. Okay, so, so that's a I've that's a bit of a better positive. narrative than that was even yeah. 24 months ago. I would say so, 100%. Okay. And I think there's that perfect storm. And, you know, I, I heard Justin Reimer say this um, not that long ago from Prairie Can, and I've been mimicking what he said because it's so bang on. 24 months ago, we were talking about talent in Alberta and struggling um, with getting people to come to Alberta because there just wasn't enough tech jobs. Yeah. Two years later, today, we're seeing so much more activity in the tech community that someone coming into Alberta has job two and job three. And so that that's amazing because that was the gap, right? That's what I've point. heard from everybody. Yeah. Like I can get that's this job, but where do I go? Because let's be honest, yeah. a lot of those tech jobs, I already need to know where I'm going 12 months later because <laughs> it's part of the 100%. it's part of the journey. Oh, that's so. Yeah. I did hear so another stat. That's exciting. I might. It was that. Well, I was at the Canadian Blockchain Consortium a couple weeks ago, yeah. and I hear the stat. It was around, and I, it was so quick I didn't catch it. But it was the amount of grads that were leaving versus now the amount of grads that were staying, and the number had yes. moved in a positive direction. And that come on, that was a yes. big headline. I think it was a CBC brain drain kind of thing. That's scary. 100%. I'm hearing that that's moving in a different direction as well as of late. Mm. So that might be a good segue into another announcement we have. Please, please. Has this one <laughs> has this one been made or is it being made? Where where are we at on this one? It, it it's actually being made this week, which means a couple Two, weeks. Okay, before. perfect, yeah. perfect. Okay, done. <laughs> this is brand 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 new, so you're probably. Well, you heard it here first. I mean, you heard it here first, second, but yeah, got it. <laughs> So we have received funding to roll out a new program called the Alberta Science Park. So the Alberta Science Park came out of conversations we were having with post-secondary and industry and some of the challenges we were hearing around post-secondary going, we have a handful of people to reach to when we have a challenge in post-secondary, but we don't know all of the researchers, we don't know all of the connections in the universities, we don't know what's out there. And in just a post-secondary was going, we have some labs that are being well utilized and some labs that are not, and we don't always have those connections too. And so, again, because we've been playing in the international market, talking to incubators and so forth, we started to talk to science parks in other parts of the world and seeing how they ran. Now, they're all well-established, 10 years old, so forth, so they're brick and mortar and... Yeah, you beat me to my next question. Like so what, what is a yeah. science park? Because so it sounds very physical. Be, it sounds very physical. We are not physical. Okay. We are going to be a virtual platform 
recognizing that our universities and industry already have brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. So we do not need to create more of that. What we need is a place of connection that is a neutral platform. So Alberta IoT is building this platform. It is going to be a six to 12 month rollout just to get the platform going, knowing that it will evolve over the next three to five years. But the goal behind it is to take an enterprise company, and we're starting with enterprise because that's the start way, and have them come forward with a challenge. And we will turn around and take it through the platform to post-secondaries to turn around and look for lab space, research space, students that might want to be working on it. But more importantly as well, adding in community. So if we have an SME out there that has a sensor or software that would be part of that challenge, we're going to bring everybody together as the connector. And we're going to take it from the challenge all the way through from ideation to hopefully a resolution. And we're going to help support all of the conversations. We're the neutral party bringing everybody together. A true, a true platform play. <laughs> true platform play. What we're looking at longer term is this is an opportunity to take our other programs and have a place to facilitate conversation, bring in. If you're a new to Canada company mm -hmm. or you're a fast tracker, you will be able to move into that platform and potentially be part of a challenge. You have that opportunity. Well, you, you, create, a, you create now a progression and an evolution from I do the fast track program 100%. and I've had about half a dozen of your fast track participants on from startup to 40 year company. But in so much of this world, it's like, well, what's next, right? What do I do next? Yeah. Okay, I did my fast track yeah. program. Oh, wow, great. We have this problem that actually fits your business because it's been put forward by industry so it's not yes. time being spent on like you're 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 responding to real needs you know yes. and there's a balance there between responding versus thinking about a whole new way but so the science park so it's not an incubator because that's a different thing it's 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 its own and like you said it goes right from here's a problem being presented right through to actually partnering with that large enterprise to then actually pilot it and get it into market and try it hundred percent. Very cool. I, I mean, I think at, at the core of it, we're looking at building a community where we can bring in other partners that have, like if someone came to us and they go, we have an IOT challenge, but there's an AI challenge. Well, obviously we'll partner with Amy. Yeah. Like we're not trying to do it all ourselves. What we're trying to do is bring everybody together. You're the matchmaker. Um, You're the matchmaker. <laughs> a little 100%. bit. Yeah, no, I get it. And then we see this evolving into let's do a hackathon you know, through the science park. Let's bring everybody together. Let's make sure our students are part of a possible challenge so that way maybe there's an internship and jobs yep. afterwards. Like all of that is part of that conversation. And from a funding perspective, I'm assuming this is going beyond membership and being on kind of the normal operating model to be able to make yes. this happen? Yeah, so we are making an announcement that we have received $1.5 million in revenue funding between Prairie Can, Alberta Innovates, and others. And this will be funding a number of our initiatives over the next three years with more funding expected. Awesome. And was, so I'm being a little... <laughs> I know, no, I know. Th th yeah. This has already been announced. So you're okay. It's safe. Yeah. It's safe. We're inside yeah. the bubble right now. We're in the bubble. Yeah. The audience exactly. is like, what is with these two? Are they living in the past? Are they living in the future? What's <laughs> happening here? Um, and so, curious, those... Uh, this is a whole nother podcast, like that funding and how you secured that. Were these organizations that approached you? Did you approach them? Was it just a series of networking Then it started to come together? And I'm not minimizing it because nothing comes together no. by accident. It comes together because people make it come together. <laughs> 
We, we started off with, and I'll use Prairie Canada as an example, we started off working with Prairie Canada a couple of years ago with the Fast Track program mm -hmm. and then came back to them going, here's some of the other things we want to do. And so they came back and said, yes, we, will, we want to support you for the next couple of years because we see the value of what you're bringing. Um, with Alberta Innovates, we have been working off and on with them for the last couple of years, both um, from a sponsorship point of view, but then having conversations around the different programs we were doing. So a lot of it is we've been building those relationships and showing results to them Amazing. and i think that's a key part of it well and it's such an example of course i talk to a lot of startups and they're like you know so often the funding partner you end up going with is the one you've had a two-year relationship with already <laughs> when, when you when you weren't you know the best time to what, what's the old joke if you want money ask for advice and if you want advice ask for money or something or something like that <laughs> But it's about building trust and building relationships and, you know, need, you know, securing that, those relationships, which I think is just a universal truth for any company that's in a growth phase. Okay, we need money tomorrow. Well, it's too late. You should have started working on that a year ago through building trust. Yeah. yeah. And building 100%. Okay, I'm going to say congratulations in past tense and future tense Thank around you. that. And you and I have had this chat before, so I kind of had, I got to view behind the curtain, which is really a motivator for this episode. So when you look out, it's now three weeks from now, the, the world knows about yeah. this. What are the, you know, top three things that you get the most excited about? And maybe on the, on the other side, where do you see your biggest obstacles? Like, because of course, if we put them out to the world, then maybe some people might swoop in to help. Mm. Definitely. So I'll start with the exciting part is we've built the team. We're building a team as we speak. Um, we have some of the preliminary stuff with the science park getting going. And it's exciting how much community, um, enterprise, post-secondary engagement we're getting immediately. Amazing. So that that's exciting. Um, obstacles, I think, is the fact that we are building. Like we yeah. are you're, hiring, you're we're interviewing, um, onboarding, and you've got to go through all of that process to get it, the foundation really solid because you know this is going to be a very large endeavor as we go. So, but it's exciting. Um, we've had our first discovery meeting around building the platform. Um, so we have a company we've chosen and we're excited to start having those conversations. But you know darn well as you do that discovery conversation, now you're ha you have so many questions that you've now taken away to start noodling on and trying to figure out what the answer is because you want to make sure you do it right. Oh, hey, it's never, you never just renovate the kitchen counter. You blow out the whole kitchen. You put an addition on the house. Oh my God. Well, geez, we better renovate the bathroom. Like anyway, so exactly. loose comparison. Exactly. But when you get into that, the discipline of like, what do we need it to do? You know, saying no to features is actually more important than saying yes to features at that stage of building a platform. Like, well, and envisioning where we are three to five to 10 years from now, like we're having that discussion yeah. and going, okay, what could we possibly do three years from now? So it, it's exciting. Um, but yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of unanswered questions yet. Which I appreciate. That is hence the journey yeah. that you've been on. Well, a huge congratulations on, because of course you and I met when you're like, hey, I'm doing this Alberta IoT thing. And that was years ago. We ran it before. That was in the before COVID time. I think, yeah. I think you were on actually, they just get it before we even, I don't think we'd even started Collisions YYC. And that's 240 episodes now or 250 later kind of kind of thing. Yeah. So kudos to you for that. Hey, uh, there's a question I often ask on Follow the Money. Um, I'm going to give you the magic wand, Brenda. And you're going to wave yeah. your magic wand in Alberta, and you're either going to make more of something or less of something uh, overarching for the industry, at, like beyond Alberta IoT, but what you see mm -hmm. out there and the change you guys try are trying to make. What would be your magic wand? And you can choose a couple. It's your magic wand. Hey, you have the power, so you can actually choose as many as you like. Uh, but what would be your magic wand? Um, I think the magic wand is having Alberta itself recognized on the world stage 
around the tech sector. So we've been seeing the I Love Alberta tech shirts yes. everywhere. Yep. Mm. Absolutely love the fact that um, Alta ML came up with that. Uh, beautiful idea. We want that past Alberta and Canada. We want to know that if I talk to someone in Germany, Sweden, India, down in the US, they actually recognize and we're seeing some of it, but we want to make sure it's much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And I think that will help Alberta revenue, it'll help jobs, and it'll help Canada. And I think that's a very big thing right now. So that would be my magic wand. I love I love that magic wand, and, I'm, and I'm, you, you've, of course, you, of course, you've stimulated another question, which is my curiosity yes. untethered <laughs> to reality. I can't stop. When you're out there talking on a global stage, is there a Canadian tech brand? Like, are we like? And I, I, the reason I'm asking this, I just had a conversation with a mutual friend of ours, Tana Gaffney, who's the SVP CMO yeah. over at Travel Alberta, and she said, "You very quickly, Alberta has a story about Albertans, but the rest of the world has a story about Canada, and then there's the Western side of it." So she goes, "Sometimes that Alberta story isn't as people aren't talking about us even the way we want or the way we think, but they're definitely talking about Canada." So when you get out there, is there a perception of the Canadian like either business environment or mm -hmm. it, you know, because I've also heard that that. Canadian yeah. brand is a superpower on so many levels. 100%. I would say the conversations I was having two years ago and the conversations I'm having now on the international market have very much changed. Okay. And there is definitely a recognition that something is happening in Canada because we're not the only ones doing some amazing things out there in Canada okay. um, or the only province doing something amazing. But we're definitely starting to come on the radar right across Canada. Alberta's definitely starting to be on the radar. It's exciting when I have a conversation with someone net new in the international market and they actually go, oh, we've been hearing things are happening in Alberta around town. Oh, I love that. And love I'm that. like, <laughs> that, that makes me so excited. I'm like, okay, we're doing something right as an ecosystem. Yeah. And that, that's it all exciting. starts with curiosity. Yeah. Hmm, I, I've heard some yeah. things are going on there, and then they get and yeah. then they meet you, and yeah. and they get you know a doorway into our our, our environment. Because you think about moving to India or Germany and just setting yeah. up new without relationships and without a network. I moved to Alberta yeah. in twenty in twenty twenty. Didn't know anybody, and had yeah. completely underestimated the impact of leaving your network behind. I didn't even know where yes. to get my teeth cleaned. I didn't have a barber. I didn't have anything. Now add that to a company the things we take for granted based on the networks that we build. So being able to plug into that on a global stage for Alberta companies, but also for people to come here. That's really, I, I love what you guys are all about. I think that's really, really exciting. That's a force multiplier across the board. Well, and two points around that. We are seeing the ecosystem working together on that story. So platform, mm. CED, yeah. um, Amy, all of those folks um, are all coming together. Um, I just recently became a director with CIC, which is a Calgary Innovation Corridor. Oh my um, God, coalition. so many acronyms, Brenda, it's crazy. Oh, I, can't, I, I don't even pretend to I keep know. up. <laughs> but it, it, the idea is taking the organizations that are in um, Calgary and working together. And, you know, I we're growing it. together and that's a huge thing now. And we're seeing so much more of that. So one that that everybody is doing that on the world stage helps Alberta. The second part, which I think you just touched on, was when you move to Alberta, you lose your um, network. We're a different world today than we were two years ago. Hmm. Our network is no longer bound by walls or geography True. because we've learned how to do this as we sit here I having a virtual and i know you live 100%. two streets over from me but yet we're on technology <laughs> right now you live like two blocks away 100 but i can get on a call with sweden at 7 a.m and have that call right or you know 
And it's not that hard anymore. I don't need to get on a plane to go and have those conversations. And yeah, so I think we can get rid of a lot of those borders that we used to have. So, which I think and helps I'm with, us yeah, in Alberta. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more that isolationist or, you know, we're globalization, but we're thinking more local, but yet we have the ability to act more global at the click of yes. a button, at the, at the click of a camera <laughs> and a microphone. Well, and <laughs> what's interesting with the science park, although we've touched on the fact Alberta businesses, Alberta post-secondary, we already have conversations with um, labs and science parks in other parts of the world that we're putting in place so we can have partnerships. So we can take the Alberta Science Park and take it to the international community. And I think that's a huge part of this. Well, formalizing it, making it real, and having yeah. those networks in place for the companies that yeah. are got a million things on the go and they don't have to worry about making those connections. You guys can open those doors for them. Brenda, amazing to have you on. Such exciting. I love your updates. You. And you know, you and I have been having them offline. We're like, heck, we got to get on here and tell everybody what's going on. <laughs> so one huge hats off to the work you've been doing. Like, you know, I met you when this was very new for you and what you've done with it. Hats off to you and the drive and the leadership. These things don't happen by accident ever. <laughs> Somebody well, pushed I them forward. I have an amazing team. Yes. So I, I was going to say. <laughs> amazing teams are usually tied to amazing leaders. So kudos to the whole group of you, you, 100%. Um, Alberta IoT, let me look at your website. What is your URL? Yeah, just albertaiot.com. Check it out. Obviously, you're on LinkedIn. You're and you're a, yeah. you're you're a lady about town. So everyone like you can't go to an event and you know and you're going to see Brenda there. So by all means, reach out, say hello. Any other preferred ways if people want to get in touch with you or connect? Um, just go to the website. You can easily get a hold of us. LinkedIn, obviously, um, we're very accessible. We want to have conversations, so please reach out. Brenda, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for the work you do. And I look, I'll, I'll see you in six months on the show for our next update because God knows yes. you guys are on fire right now and we're going to have more stories to tell. Thanks, Brenda. Thank you.